0: Sunday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. All you nations, sing out your joy to the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Joyfully shout, all you on earth, give praise to the glory of God and with the hymn sing out his glorious praise, Alleluia. All you nations, sing out your joy to the Lord, Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Let all the earth kneel in his sight, extolling his marvelous fame. Honor his name in highest heaven, give praise, Hallelujah! All you nations, sing out your joy to the Lord, Alleluia, Alleluia. Come forth and see all the great works that God has brought forth by his might. Fall on your knees before his glorious throne. Alleluia. All you nations, sing out your joy to the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Glory and thanks be to the Father, honor and praise to the Son, and to the Spirit, source of life and love. Alleluia. All you nations, sing out your joy to the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. I will give you glory, O God, my King. I will bless your name forever. I will bless you day after day and praise your name forever. The Lord is great, highly to be praised. His greatness cannot be measured. Age to age shall proclaim your works, shall declare your mighty deeds. Shall speak of your splendor and glory, tell the tale of your wonderful works. They will speak of your terrible deeds, recount your greatness and might. They will recall your abundant goodness. Age to age shall ring out your justice. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Hallelujah. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God. To make known to men your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Hallelujah. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. The eyes of all creatures look to you and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. The Lord is just in all his ways and loving in all his deeds. He is close to all who call him, who call on him from their hearts. He grants the desires of those who fear him, He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord protects all who love him, but the wicked he will utterly destroy. Let me speak the praise of the Lord. Let all mankind bless his holy name, forever, for ages unending. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, be near to all who call upon you in truth, and increase the dedication of those who revere you. Hear their prayers and save them, that they may always love you and praise your holy name. The Lord is faithful in all his words, and loving in all his deeds. Hallelujah! Listen to my words. Give ear to my precepts. A reading from the beginning of the first book of Maccabees. After Alexander the Macedonian, Philip's son, who came from the land of Kittim, had defeated Darius, king of the Persians and Medes, he became king in his place Having first ruled in Greece, he fought many campaigns, captured fortresses, and put kings to death. He advanced to the ends of the earth, gathering plunder from many nations. The earth fell silent before him, and his heart became proud and arrogant. He collected a very strong army and conquered provinces, nations, and rulers, and they became his tributaries. But after all this, he took to his bed, realizing that he was going to die. He therefore summoned his officers, the nobles, who had been brought up with him from his youth, to divide his kingdom among them while he was still alive. Alexander had reigned twelve years when he died. So his officers took over his kingdom, each in his own territory, and after his death they all put on royal crowns, and so did their sons after them for many years, causing much distress over the earth. There sprang from these a sinful shoot, Antiochus Epiphanes, son of King Antiochus, once a hostage at Rome. He became king in the year 137 of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days there appeared in Israel men who were breakers of the law, and they seduced many people, saying, Let us go and make an alliance with the Gentiles all around us. Since we separated from them, many evils have come upon us. The proposal was agreeable. Some from among the people promptly went to the king, And he authorized them to introduce the way of living of the Gentiles. Thereupon they built a gymnasium in Jerusalem, according to the Gentile custom. They covered over the mark of their circumcision and abandoned the Holy Covenant. They allied themselves with the Gentiles and sold themselves to wrongdoing. When his kingdom seemed secure, Antiochus proposed to become king of Egypt, so as to rule over both kingdoms. He invaded Egypt with a strong force, with chariots and elephants and with a large fleet, To make war on Ptolemy, king of Egypt. Ptolemy was frightened at his presence and fled, leaving many casualties. The fortified cities in the land of Egypt were captured, and Antiochus plundered the land of Egypt. After Antiochus had defeated Egypt in the year 143, he returned and went up to Israel and to Jerusalem with a strong force. He insolently invaded the sanctuary and took away the golden altar, the lampstand for the light, with all its fixtures the offering table, the cups and the bowls, the golden censers, the curtain, the crowns, and the golden ornament on the facade of the temple. He stripped off everything and took away the gold and silver and the precious vessels. He also took all the hidden treasures he could find. Taking all this, he went back to his own country after he had spoken with great arrogance and shed much blood. If for a little while our God is angry with us to punish and discipline us, he will again be at peace with his servants. All discipline seems harsh at the time it is administered. Afterward, it yields the peaceful fruit of an honest life. He will again be at peace with his servants. A reading from the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. Peace is not the mere absence of war or the simple maintenance of a balance of power between forces, nor can it be imposed at the dictate of absolute power. It is called, rightly and properly, a work of justice. It is the product of order, the order implanted in human society by its divine founder, to be realized in practice as men hunger and thirst for ever more perfect justice. The common good of the human race is subject to the eternal law as its primary principle, but its requirements in practice keep changing with the passage of time. The result is that peace is never established finally and forever. The building up of peace has to go on all the time. Again, the human will is weak and wounded by sin. The search for peace, therefore, demands from each individual constant control of the passions and from legitimate authority untiring vigilance. Even this is not enough. Peace here on earth cannot be maintained unless the good of the human person is safeguarded and men are willing to trust each other and share their riches of spirit and talent. If peace is to be established, it is absolutely necessary to have a firm determination to respect other persons and peoples and their dignity, and to be zealous in the practice of brotherhood. Peace is therefore the fruit of also of love. Love goes beyond what justice can achieve. Peace on earth, born of love for one's neighbor, is the sign and the effect of the peace of Christ that flows from God the Father. In his own person, the incarnate Son, Prince of Peace, reconciled all men to God through his death on the cross. In his human nature, he destroyed hatred and restored unity to all mankind in one people and one body. Raised on high by the resurrection, he sent the spirit of love into the hearts of men. All Christians are thus urgently summoned to live the truth in love and to join all true peacemakers in prayer and work for peace. Moved by the same Spirit, we cannot but praise those who renounce violence in defense of rights, and have recourse to means of defense otherwise available to the less powerful as well, provided that this can be done without injury to the rights and obligations of others or of the community. Yours, Lord, is the grandeur and the power. You are exalted as ruler over all. Bring us peace, O Lord, in our time. O God, creator of all things, you are awesome and strong, just and merciful. we believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people bought with the price of your own blood and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. God of power and mercy, only with your help can we offer you fitting service and praise. May we live the faith we profess and trust your promise of eternal life. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.